0: Hi, this is Chris Rojas, Sr., bassist from Savage Rain, and you're listening to Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. This is Tim Barr, frontman for Silverbird, and you are listening to Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium.
1: Hey, what's up out there? This is Japan Nick, signing back on. Had to change up my CDRs, because uh, I try to archive all my shows, and I make sure they get up on my SoundCloud within a week or two. Sometimes I could get a few up uh how you say a couple hours after i drive back to my house for my radio show but um right now let's see what we got i have a special interview i did recently with uh lethal dosage singer richard lopez i've been talking about it the whole show and um just want you guys to check it out this is, um, it's 8 p.m., and you're listening to JapanX Rock and Metal Pandemonium from Montclair State University's WMSC 90.3 radio station in Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Thanks a lot for listening, people. And if uh, you all got requests, uh, you call in at 973 655 4256. That number, once again, for requests or whatever, is 973 973- six five five four two five six here we go with my interview with richard lopez stay tuned
0: this is an interview with lethal dosage singer and bassist along with taking over bassist richard lopez by nick percal on november 16th 2014 who am i speaking with today what bands are you in and what position do you play
2: this is uh, Richard Lopez. I play for Lisa Dosage and uh, for Taking Over. I play bass for Taking Over and I do vocals and bass for Lisa Dosage.
0: Now, how long have you been in both those bands?
2: Well, I uh, started playing with the Lisa Dosage recently That's my first band. Uh, started about 2004, 2005. Been with them since. Uh, it's probably been well over like, well over 10 years for sure. And we're taking over. It's uh, been well over, I want to say four, maybe going on five times. It seems to slip away, but know uh, we're taking over for a few years now.
0: Can you tell me how things with Lethal Dosage have been going since we last spoke at the Maryland Death Fest back in May?
2: Uh, pretty well. I'm trying to get out there still. It's um, it's been making new uh, music trying to get more shows we've been playing a lot more uh, than we usually were before but trying to get out there um, play different spots you know trying to get out of um, LA for once pretty much is basically just working on new stuff to put out there as well
0: now what would you say like you're gonna try to hit next like Arizona or maybe some northern California city or maybe even like call up guests and be like yo man hook me up with some shows in Portland or Seattle (laughs) or something
2: yeah, actually, that's uh, what I was going to say. We are pretty much trying to shoot up towards, uh, like, Washington, Oregon, because uh, we played there when we did some uh, small, like, West Coast tour was taking over. Um, we played up in uh, in Portland, I mean, along with uh, three other cities, and, yeah, I mean, in Washington as well as Oregon. But uh, Portland just stuck out because we played at Sateraton, and people there just seem just to appreciate music more than you know than down here everyone's pretty much uh, if, I, if I don't like you I'm not going to go support you know what I mean over there it's just everyone was just uh, together and, and uh, supporting everybody you know it's just a good time so I would definitely love to go back up there
0: yeah I definitely can hear that I mean it's just like on the east coast it's just like there's bands where it's just like oh you know my band is playing at like 9pm so like I'm going to get there at like 8.55 and leave at like
2: 900, yeah, 9.30, yeah. and like, Yeah, that's how it is. I mean, that's what's unfortunate. You know, I think about it. You know, we're all the same, man. You know, I mean, we're all we're all here for one reason, to play music, and I don't understand why people would use, you know, something like that. So, it's, I got that appreciation up there, and that's why it seems more cool, you yeah? know?
0: With legal dosage, what type of recording setup and gear do you use for recording at this point in time?
2: Uh, and, you know, um, the guy we, we recorded with, um, his name's Juan, he has a under-executed studio, but, um, I'm not exactly sure what he used, man. I'm going honest with you. He, uh, has his whole setup in his, in his, um, in his area. And, you know, he used a lot of the, um, distortions on the, um, as far as guitars go on the computer, you know? And, uh, and, you know, with the bass, I, I didn't really mess with anything. Uh, it, it was just pretty much plugged into the computer. I mean, I'm not really, uh, well, um, familiar with, the, you know, what programs they use, but, uh, it sounds pretty good, though. You have anything you want to add on that? Um, not necessarily. I mean, that guy, they guy is really good at what he does. Um, we have yet to release our album actually, with, with recording, and some of it actually is on the, um, the, um, the split that we took to Maryland, the Street Savages.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's now, the recording. Who is in the lineup of your band right now?
2: Uh, most of the original, it's the drummer Andre Vega. Um, and Paul Garcia on and guitars and me, mean on vocals. Um, now, before we had another guitarist, but, um, you know, they, they went they were separate ways. So we kept it as three pieces, basically.
0: Now, your most recent show was November 13th. What was the set list like and, and what were some highlights from that show?
2: Uh, it was actually, uh, a bit different. It was a bit different than what we usually play with, like, Usually we we ourselves with a you know a bunch of other thrash bands or metal bands, but the uh, these bands in particular were old friends of ours that when we grew up in high school and stuff, they asked us to come play out at some bar they're trying to start to play shows at, and um, they play more of like experimental you know type of type of music, and um, but yeah we agreed to do it because it's just you know cool to see and share the stage with them again, but um, we pretty much kept the the set how we usually do it how um, recently how we've been doing it. Uh, open up with, you know, like a... Like an open in and, like, hit Lila Strike and, and send out a song, you know? Just trying to, like, try to hype the crowd up as much as I can, you know, and get them involved with what, how I feel up there, you know? Um, that's probably what the highlight was, just to be, be around the old friends and familiar faces. Pretty cool, you know, spot, too.
0: You got another show coming up December 12th at Loaded Hollywood in L.A., featuring Sons of Eli, You Guys, Lethal Dosage, Mad Rost, Brain Dead, Tormentor, and Ascendancy. How do you try to stand out from so many other bands at a
2: show? Um, like I said, with the others, you know, all the other shows we play, I like to um, keep it really energized and not so dull, you know, and try to get the crowd involved with us as far as what we're doing and how we're how we're playing, you know. I think we play more of aggressive. I'm not saying that they aren't, but just that's how we try to keep it try to keep it raw and aggressive. So I like the crowd to to um to wake up basically, you know what I mean. But uh, those bands are just really really good bands. Um, they they sound out from what we play too as well because they're a lot more technical than we are and um are just different different type of style of um of metal I would you would say
0: for you personally do you have any sort of special traditions on doing shows or particular like opening and closing statements you like to make that you do on a regular basis when performing live these days uh
2: well not necessarily man I, like I said uh when, when I'm up there and I you know pretty much if I have the mic in front of me uh I I tend to, um, to yell at the crowd a lot. <laughs> Try to get them involved and, um, you know, just to, just to uh, get more of a feel, you know. I don't really have any traditions, but I do. Please speak
0: about some of the highlights from some of your other recent shows.
2: Yeah, They've all been pretty cool. They all have uh, pretty decent turnouts. We had a chance to play the Observatory uh, with Hyrax. That, that was pretty cool. It's a big stage and a uh, really good sound. We got a lot of new, um, new fans you know, following with you. would say. people choosing to respect It's pretty cool, you know. Just uh, getting new faces in our shows and people telling us that it brings them back to their old days. You know, when they were growing up and the type of music that we play. You know, trying to keep it alive, I guess. You would say. If you
0: could, if you could critique yourself from this most recent show, what would you say you were happy with how things went and? Would you change anything up, thinking back on this for your next show?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I like to critique every show. I mean, not, not every every show is perfect. You know, there's always uh, room for improvement as far as um, timing or just uh, just involvement with the crowd goes. You know, we have a uh, well. Actually, what, what I do want to say is that we, we should um, start playing more more new stuff. We're actually trying to get our new stuff down. We have a few songs that we are almost done with or pretty much done with and we want to bring into the set. So that's probably one of the things I would definitely want to in the future shows.
0: Can you tell me about how your song BioStrike came together?
2: Uh, yeah, it's actually years ago. Um, old guitars, by the name of George Montarosa, uh, one of the first guitars we had when we started the band, he uh, wrote that song. And it's basically about like bioterrorism like in the, uh, in, you know, warfare and stuff. And the song's just about, it's kind of just explaining and, you know, in graphic details or just in that perspective of war, you know, how that is, how that's used and you know, pretty much killing off humanity, you know, as far as war goes.
0: You think that technology is getting uh, a little bit more merciful these days, or do you think it's getting more, like, brutal when it comes to, like, using those types of weapons on people, like, around the world?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's getting uh, <laughs> it's getting pretty weird. They have a lot of stuff, I'm, I'm sure, that, that we don't even know, you know out there that um, just for example like you know just the bomb itself man you know it has been around for a while but just the, the fact that you know it can wipe out a whole damn country you know it's just it's not very <laughs> it doesn't suit you well so you know can only imagine what the hell is out there you know yeah. basically people killing people with their hands you know
0: <laughs> can you speak about some of the songs you and Getz are working on these days for taking over
2: to be honest with you, uh, taking over has been on the pause for a minute, and um, it's it's kind of a, a funny joke, ongoing joke of being a guest. I always tell my man, I was like, I cannot for the life of me write a tune for taking over for some reason, you know. <laughs> I mean, um, he just telling he tells me all the time I'm like, you gotta dumb yourself down if taking over the <laughs> an easy balance. but it's not that. It's just rhythm that taking over has a certain a certain style, you know, that I can't really tend to put my finger on. So uh, we haven't really got together um, and actually wrote tunes. You know, also, too, just at the distance, you know, when he moved back to Shadow. But, you know, it, it's, um, he had some stuff, some pretty cool that he was writing and uh, was trying to put input on it as well. But um, looking forward to that, you know, trying to get together and make some, some music for them, finally.
0: Yeah, like I remember, like, back in Maryland, like, it, it sounded like Getz had some really good stuff that, like, was in, like, a preliminary stage and just kind of hoping they have, like, some news about advancements on that stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um he definitely uh, always has his head in it, you know, and he's always uh he's always writing, but um I guess it's more to the point where we have to come together as a band and, and try to put stuff together and pretty much um you know, paint his picture of what he what he has in his mind, you know.
0: Can you tell me about some of the radio shows either online or on college radio that have played your music and or promoted your concerts?
2: Man, to be honest with you, I really don't know. <laughs> I'm not really in the, in the, um, what you say, the, the scene of, of, like, the radios and stuff. I don't know anything really about them. I'm kind of, like, dumb about that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, um, I, I'm pretty sure some somebody out there has played our stuff, because uh, when we went to Maryland, then, they, you know, people tell us that they recognize our, our logo or just our, our band or whatever. And, um, you know, we passed out shooting throughout the years, so I wouldn't doubt somebody had picked something up, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, and I'm probably, uh, Wes from X Ray out in Portland probably plays your stuff. He, he's a pretty cool dude. Um, now, I guess you ever graced the pages of any zines or magazines?
2: No, not another one, too. I don't think so. Um, I haven't really, uh, again, like I'm ignorant to stuff like that. I haven't really um, seen any zines that I know or, you know, I never read anything like that, but. Um, if they have, then thank you. <laughs>
0: For you personally, like what are some of your favorite scenes in college radio programs? I
2: couldn't say, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I don't really, um, not really on the, on the internet, scene, you know, zine-wise or whatever. I really don't even know what the hell they are.
0: <laughs> Can you give me some shout outs on bands you really want to succeed come
2: 2015? Oh man. Um, there's a lot of cool bands that we've been playing with. that uh, they're really, really cool with us and generous with us. Um, uh, well, sounds like a uh, brain dead uh, friend of mine. Corey, he just joined the band Tournament too. Actually, some of the bands we're playing with, um, well, taking over one man. I to, I want to see them go way more than what you know where they're right now. A lot, a lot of local, you know, that bands are around. I have mutual respect for everybody, so you know, we put a everyone and get you know get up there. Savage Rain, man, Chris's band, yeah. they're doing really well. Yeah, the potential, you know, to get there.
0: Can you throw out any other names like out in the L.A. scene or maybe the? Portland or Seattle scene going around that are just like really cool stuff that like people maybe not on the East Coast know
2: about. Yeah, I think it, I think they're from Oregon. Uh, band Cemetery Left.
0: Oh man, they they rule. Yeah, they're,
2: that. they're on headbang is
0: a. Um, uh, headflip. No, no, Hell's Headbangers.
2: Hell's Headbangers. Yeah, that, that band's pretty cool, man. They came down here and played uh, not too long ago. Really cool guys as well. We, we played with them at that show I was talking about in, um, in Portland a couple of years ago when we were on that tour at this tear gun. It was, it was pretty rowdy. band's really good.
0: What would you tell me would be your 2014 top 10 list of albums? This year.
2: Actually, you know what, man? Yeah, honestly, I just saw Judy and That new album's pretty big. I like that. And I got all those uh, random bands coming out, too. You know, like um, well one of those Speedwolf. with one of our cool friends, they're doing this thing too, you know. Steve Wolf and that's like a web tracker and all that. And it's pretty cool. Stuff that uh, I've been finding out because of Chris too, you know. So it's all new to me as well. It's pretty cool.
0: you seen any really cool
2: horror movies as of late? Not really. I've seen a few um, years ago with uh, my stepdaddy showing me like Motel Hell or, you know, the typical Evil Dead or whatever. But uh, I'm not really a movie buff. From what i see it seems pretty cool.
0: hoping to find out maybe just a, f- a few more names of uh, hot stuff to check out on the west coast cool like uh, Uh, people that are rising up kind of like Temple of Dagon or something of that nature
2: oh yeah yeah, that's pretty cool I don't know brain fart I can't really think we play with a lot of bands man that's why a lot of them really good final words oh well uh, pretty much thank you for your time man thanks for the interview Uh, you'll be seeing us a lot more Uh, we're coming out with some new stuff so hopefully we'll record some that's about it
0: this has been an interview with Lethal Dosage singer and bassist, along with taking over bassist, Richard Lopez by Nick Perkel on November 16th, 2014.
1: Hey, I hope you enjoyed my interview with uh, Richard Lopez from Lethal Dosage. Um, the uncensored version of that is online now. I had to make a few edits to the version I aired Because this is college radio and we don't want an FCC violation, so got to keep it somewhat tame. Um, Hoping to get an interview with maybe the bassist and the singer of Cemetery Lust one of these days. Um, Likely, though, the next thing I'll probably be trying to acquire is an interview with guitarist Kyle from Temple of Dagon. Now, uh, stay tuned to WMSC 90.3, and why don't we play a few songs from Lethal Dosage just because you got to hear what the guy had to say on a number of different things. But actually, though, I'm doing this to try to promote the dude's music. So here we go, couple of tracks from the Street Savages split. Here we go. I got Victim of Death, Infernal Powers, and BioStrike. And maybe I'll play a, a Taken Over track or two. Stick stick around, though, and uh, you're going to have a good time. Thank you for listening. And by the way, people, please track me on the TuneIn app. Go to TuneIn.com, search for WMSC. I repeat, search for WMSC. And scroll to the bottom and look in the different uh, shows there are. There's about 20 or 21 shows. Um, just look for Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. And just click on it and start following it. I'm up to 108 followers, and I'm trying to get up to 125 by year's end. I know it's a bit of a stretch, but um, earlier in the year, I was at zero. So, you know, I was able to make some real quick advancements in certain places. uh, And um, just having a good time. Now, uh, it's 8.16, and let's get back into the music with Lethal Dosage, Victim of Death. And that was a double shot of Lethal Dosage. Uh, we had Victim of Death, Infernal Powers, and BioStrike. And now coming up is going to be some Battery from Under the Sign of the Black Mark. That album is from 1987. Stay tuned to WMSC 90.3 if you have any requests. I'll see what I can do. I can't make any promises, but I'll do my best. Now, um, if you uh, have been listening in, um, trying to get people to sign up for my TuneIn page, go to TuneIn.com and uh, search for WMSC, scroll down. Well, actually follow WMSC and uh, then follow the Japanics Rock and Metal Pandemonium page. And also on Twitter, um, follow WMSC, at WMSC, and then also follow at Japan Nick, just trying to pump things up real hard these days and uh anyways though here is enter the eternal fire from battery stay tuned to wmsc We just got through a bit of Old battery from Under the Sign of the Black Mark with Enter the Eternal Fire and 13 Candles and also some real classic King Diamond 2 with Dressed in White Lurking in the Dark and Haunted. Now coming up is some brand new uh, Black Thrash from uh, Portland, Oregon. These guys are going to be on the Time Warrior Records Molten Metal uh compilation coming out from Brian Craball out of uh, Portland Oregon now um, check this out hmm it's difficult I think I'm gonna pick Bewitcher no no I think I'll I'll go with Sin is in her blood and track down the wild blasphemy song stay tuned to WMSC 90.3 if y'all got requests you call in at 973-655-4256 thank you and getting back into the show Here we go.